0: winner by split decision! decision. Yes, on the week that Conor McGregor has announced his retirement for the second time. We had a stacked card in Philadelphia last night. We had one FC. We've got a lot going on this week. Tons of fight news. Welcome to Split Decision UK. Uh, If you haven't uh, listened to us before, check out our Instagram and our Twitter on there, Split Decision UK. And if you can, on iTunes, give us a subscribe and maybe a a five-star review or something like that. That will really help us in our search. We're interested in creating a big conversation around MMA. Particularly uh, UK MMA, that's that's where we uh, find our most hot. Matthew Clark, we're here via Skype today on this Mother's Day. How are you doing, my friend? Hello, mate. All right, mate. How you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Happy uh, Old Deers Day. Yes, happy Mother's Day. Um, what are you up to today, then? What, have you bought your mother a present? What are you up to? Are you going to see her?
0: Yeah, I went out late last night. I went to the football yesterday, West Ham. So it was a half-five kickoff. so I got back from What, there. with your mum? No, 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 no. <laughs> with my dad and my brother. But I came back and went and went out and got something late on last night, got the present. So we go around there about two o'clock. We're cutting it a little bit fine with this recording, but got a nice uh, dinner with the family to look forward to. You been up so much so far? Is it all to come?
1: Um, no, um, I was, oh, drove up here early, day, uh, early doors. Listen, man, that hour has done me. That hour moving forward has done me completely for sleep.
0: Yeah, it's a killer. But, eh? um,
1: they need to scrap it, need to get rid of it. I think, I don't know why they don't just keep it like it is now. Yeah. What's the purpose of it? Do you know? This is a genuine question.
0: Uh, it was. It was for all the farmers back in the day. Anyway, I think we should move on from that.
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah. We started what strong. I'm doing what i am do for Mother's Day? I've had my uh, Mother's Day breakfast this morning, so uh, that is an answer to your question. Rather than talking about the farmers of uh, yesteryear, yes. and I watched some fights this morning as well. I yeah. got them in. Classic Mother's Day, this is. That's... Get the fights in and do a podcast.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Couldn't get better than that. Before we move into that, we had the classic music, the world-famous music at the start of the show there. Conor McGregor, he's retired. Are you buying it? No. <laughs> all right, fair no. enough. Let's move on. Uh,
1: yeah, just we've seen it before, haven't we?
0: Yeah, we have, yeah.
1: just don't believe it at all. I think he's just... Every week, he's trying to do something, uh, whether it's smashing a phone or calling someone out. I think it's just... Uh, a ploy to stay relevant really stay in the news which i completely understand but i uh, personally just don't buy it at all <laughs> a couple of weeks ago or even a week ago he was talking about fighting in june july he consistently calls out main event winners which he did today as well uh i just don't buy it at all um are you in that camp or are you in the i believe every word camp
0: <laughs> no i don't believe every word no definitely not I'm not sure. Some it's a difficult one. I think without getting into, too into it, there's some things that have been going on. So I think he's got a little bit on his plate at the moment. I don't know if I... I think it, it You could It could make sense that you retire. He's got all the money in the world. What's the point now, really? He doesn't really have to. He could go and do whatever he likes. He's got his whiskey. So it could be a retirement. But I think also it builds up his return. I think if you're looking at causing the biggest scene, Conor McGregor out of retirement, coming back to face whoever will be massive so I'm not sure I'm a little bit on the fence with it to be honest I think it's it would be a shame to see him go but he hasn't been fighting much recently anyway he's sort of been fighting once every two years so I think if we're being a little bit honest his his stock was at an all-time high a couple of years ago going into that Floyd Mayweather fight he was probably the biggest name in the world and he probably got even bigger since then with his Khabib fight as well but I'm not sure that he's really as much of a draw in it's sort of if you look at Regular sort of hardcore MMA fans might be getting a little bit tired of it. He isn't backing it up in the Octagon anymore. So either way, whether it's whether it's legit or whether it's a, a little play to get some more money in the future, I'm not sure. I'm that as bothered as I would have been a couple of years ago had it come.
1: Now, no, and no, like you say, I completely agree in that he he could quite easily retire, and it'd probably be the intelligent thing to do. But I just can't see him wanting to go out on a loss like he did and. I think he's still got a lot of fight left in him. He's still got the third Diaz fight, which I think is probably the most likely outcome for him to come back for. But yeah, like you say, I think his stock has fallen with the defeats and with the, the same shtick it seems to be with the MMA sort of hardcores, as you put them. I think the casuals are also losing a bit of interest because he is losing and he's not winning. He can't yeah. sort of say he's the best in the world anymore. I see they're the to a
0: little bit, aren't they?
1: Well, he's lost... His last MMA fight, he lost his only boxing match. He's one-on-one one with Nate Diaz, who's a top fiber at best at lightweight. I think he's just losing a bit of his uh, shine a little bit of it, as yeah. a top-world beater. Um, but, like you say, it would be a shame to see him step away. Um, but I do think he will come back, and I will look forward to seeing him come back. Um, there's plenty yeah, of definitely. I he can fight. Um, and the sport kind of needs him, so... We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I hope I'm right in that I don't think it is true, but we'll, we'll, we'll see, eh?
0: Yeah, and it definitely would be a shame if you look. He's become a little bit of a sort of a caricature with all of his antics, sort of in and outside of the uh, octagon. But he is a very, very talented fighter. He did set set the world alight for a few years there, and he will go down sort of in history as one of the probably as one of the best fighters in MMA. So it's a shame to see him go. You he do. He, he is in exciting fights usually. He Just came up. Against Khabib, it's probably his worst opponent on paper, and that turned out to be right. But he is exciting, so it is a, it's a little bit of a shame to see him go. Ideally, with the, the amount of talent he's got, you'd like to see him get his head down for a few years and really just concentrate on his MMA. But, yeah, I think he'll be back. It's mo- it's probably most likely he will be back at some point.
1: Uh, in, in Honestly, I think if he does come back, it will be 1-2 at most, though, because like you say, he's... This crossover appeal is so large, like that that of Ronda, and look what Ronda's doing after a couple of defeats. The shine went off her in MMA, but she had so many other opportunities, she could afford to sort of sack it off. So i see McGregor sort of doing that, particularly if he does lose his next one, if he does choose to fight, and go into the sort of wrestling side of things or movies, and I mean... The world is Oyster, really, so...
0: Yeah, it could do, yeah.
1: He could do pretty much anything, really.
0: Pretty much, yeah.
1: In the entertainment business. Uh, obviously, he's got his whiskey and all. Um, I, 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 yeah, I still don't believe it. I, I think the Diaz free fight's the one that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I think you could be right. But as you mentioned, Connor put out a little tweet last night for the winner of the main event in Philadelphia. you had got Edson Barbosa up against Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje got the big KO in the first round. In the words of DC, this is why we came to Philly, boys. <laughs> we all knew it was going to be a that cracker, was... didn't we? But what a, what a finish that was.
1: Oh, mate. Yeah, when was Great impression, by the way. Oh, thanks. thanks. Got to applaud that. I applaud that. <laughs> it's just the, uh... I was wincing when I was watching it. I only watched it about 20 minutes ago. I'm still pumped up from it. Um,
0: yeah, it was nailed on with a Gaethje fight, though, ain't it?
1: Oh, it was one of those, you know, in the build-up, you're getting sort of like your stomach's churning, you're standing Tension up. It was up, one of those because yeah. you knew it weren't going to be a, a lay-and-pray fight, a boring fight. You knew it weren't going to last long. Um, but, yeah, just from the off, exchanging leg kicks, it reminded me of, uh, you know, you're in the playground, you're playing slaps and you hit one each. <laughs> yeah. It was like that, but the leg yeah, kicks, I was yeah. like, I'll go, shot. you go. And they were just doing that and he was swinging and, oh, Yeah. You've got a feel for poor Barboza, you? he just gets thrown in. To the wolves every single time, doesn't he? I mean, yeah, but Gaichi, you, whoever don't like him, just gets out.
0: I know, I love definitely. Him so
1: much. He's, he's he's up there with Max as my two favourite fighters in a minute.
0: Even his celebration, when you look, he jumps up on a cage, does a backflip off there, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and then you see his interview afterward, that's in his, scary really, he's a bit of a sociopath, it seems like, and he's saying... He just wishes he could feel something on the way to the ring. Like, he doesn't feel nervous. <laughs> he doesn't feel scared. He doesn't, just
1: a nutcase, <laughs> it, really. But it's basically the complete opposite of the feeling I would have if I was walking to a cage with oh, Zimbabwe. Is that, 100% I'd be probably crying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. But complete savage quality win. Puts himself up there, really. He's sort of uh, called out the UFC rankings. Probably top five now. You mentioned last week he could go on a little run. That style doesn't generally do it, but he could do. He's got a big win here, too. Maybe a couple more he could be
1: in there for a title shot. Yeah, I think he could go in an eliminator now. You gotta think. Who who's fired it's uh, Alaa Quinter and Cowboy aren't they? Yeah. I think a winner of that fight Gaichi, to put him into sort of like a number one contender spot. I think, I think he's right in there. And he's box office as well. They're going to want to push him into a title fight because they can just sort of play over his highlight reel over and over again in the promos. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: Hooking yeah. the casuals. If anyone's going to get a casual fan to watch, it's going to be Gaethje. Oh, it's going to be
0: him, yeah, 100%. Yeah.
1: He must-see TV. You can't that look away. Oh, unbelievable. I'd love to see him going to run. Can you imagine him against Khabib? Oh, I think, exciting. I think he's the perfect foil.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. got
1: all that wrestling to nullify and then just uh, whoever lands wins, basically.
0: That would be a brilliant fight, that, yeah, definitely.
1: But, uh, yeah,
0: I don't know where Barboza goes from here, though. God knows, yeah. Probably just same as as he has been doing, just feed him to another monster again, and he, he might he might pull it off.
1: What would you run for Gaethje next, then? Are you feeling the next uh, uh, the winner of the Cowboy and Alarquinta fight, or have you got other ideas? No, I think that's a
0: great shot, actually, and i probably see uh, Aya Quinta winning that, so I think Aya Quinta against Gaethje would be... Another box office main event.
1: Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, that division's just
0: madness. Another unbelievable knockout. Josh Emmett against Michael Johnson. Did you you see that one? Late on in the third round, Josh Emmett with a somewhat of a comeback win absolutely slept Michael Johnson. Just went full timber to the floor.
1: (laughs) Full timber. Um, Was he getting... uh, Could be losing on the scorecards there, didn't you think?
0: Maybe slightly, yeah. it was a very close first round. Johnson, I probably would say, edged it a little bit in the second. It was, it was a little bit slow. The crowd were getting a little bit restless. But yeah, Josh, so, Emmett, I think Josh, his corner said to him in, uh, in between the second and third round, you you're probably two nil down. You've got to go go out there and, and give it some. And he uh, he gave it quite a bit.
1: That'd be uh, stern advice. I like that. will give it some.
0: <laughs> it did the job in this case.
1: But uh, yeah, with the some of the decisions one in particular on the undercard you, you can't be trusting what the judges are going to do so, no definitely
0: there were some odd uh, odd scorecards out there
1: yeah so I like that advice I went particularly when you've seen some dodgy judging you've got to go out there and try and finish it and we also saw that on a couple of other fights but yeah Emmett he needed that win he was off for a, a long old while um, puts him back in the mix after that brutal Stevens loss Johnson on the other hand, not sure where he goes. We were saying last week we probably think he cuts too much weight to featherweight. That might have been something to do with the knockout or not. Possibly. No?
0: Possibly, yeah, a little bit, a little. I think he's just at the end of his sort of back end of his career now. I think I think that's just um, just the way it is for Michael Johnson, unfortunately, at the moment. He's been a fantastic fighter throughout the years. I'm not sure he's quite top level anymore, regardless of the weight class, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I think him and uh are in the sort of same boat, aren't they?
0: A little bit, sort of yeah. Same. They sort of get stuck when they get to that yeah. that certain level, don't they?
1: Yeah, they, they, they're all sitting in the same boat as we speak, growing off.
0: Well, on Mother's uh, Day, there was a, a nice female fight on this card uh, in the strawweight division, I think it was. Number six, Karolina Kovolkovic, number nine, Michelle Watson, the karate hottie. Good performance. There were always decent fights at this level in these ladies' division, and this was a good fight and a good victory for Watson. So that's three on the bounce. I want to say, yeah, yeah. 30-27 oh, on older score, older scorecards here. So pretty impressive performance against the, against the uh, number six ranked.
1: Is she in the the picture now? She's gotta be, hasn't she?
0: I think she's probably in the sort of number one contender eliminator picture. Personally, M- maybe not picture. number. <laughs> maybe not picture quite out there.
1: Personally, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I think she's lost to Rose. So if so, Rose is fighting Andrade, right? I'm right, so yes.
0: now. No, she is, yeah. Tough fight. Tough yes. fight.
1: soon. Who, who else is actually in the running here, though? Suarez and Ansaroff are fine, aren't they? So Probably Suarez argue, will, yeah, will, I think, will jump. So you got Suarez, who you're convinced is going to be champion at the end of the year, Definitely. and I'm probably inclined to agree with you. She's fine Ansaroff, who had that big win the other day. I think the winner of that fight's Michelle Watterson for the the right to fight the champion I think that makes sense it seems to be nice and clean that division which it does that's uh, quite but, novel for division definitely definitely quite clear. but uh, yeah no nah, I always like that division though good fighters in there they are coming Yeah. through so uh, yeah anything else on that card that stuck out to you?
0: Jack Comanson in the middleweight division nice win over David, David Branch got that sort of army and guillotine which he loves in the first round that puts him at three wins on the bounce now Good performance, I thought. I mean, I thought David Branch, I was a little dis- bit disappointed with his uh, defence of the choke there. I think the commentators mentioned it as well. I think he could have probably done a little bit more. He is a Henzo Gracie black belt, but good win for uh, Hermansen from uh, Norway, I believe he is. Quite an entertaining uh, person on the mic afterwards. So an impressive win for him there. David Branch, not too sure what to make out of him, but decent fight uh, nevertheless. Hermansen moving on up after that one.
1: Yeah, Branchy, he's going to have to step in that boat with uh, Johnson and Barbosa. He's getting a bit full, that boat. Uh, they're all in that sort of area where they don't really have anywhere to go. They can't seem to get over the hump of that sort of top five part of the rankings. Yeah, where's he go? He's about 38 now, isn't he, Branchy?
0: He's old. He's getting on. He's getting on. I'm not sure where he goes. I doesn't think. I don't think he goes up any soon from here, unfortunately. A bit harsh, maybe, but there it is. And what about, and what about Hermanson? Manson puts himself sort of right in there. Really, you got some, got a few, yeah, got a few decent fights in there for him. I won't be pushing him up too fast. I won't. I'm not going to say he's a number one contender, eliminator title sort of, uh, sort of rank at the moment. But another name in that middleweight division who's, I think there's, they've got a little bit to fight for in that sort of number five rank to number fifteen. I think you can easily get a couple of wins on the bounce. There, you can put yourself up, sort of uh, into contention once the top three in terms of Whitaker, Adesanya, and once they all sort themselves out. Might be sort of a primed prime time for someone like Hermanson to make his run.
1: Yeah. Oh, what about, as a little outside shout, uh, Till moving up and having a little Euro battle? Obviously, we don't want Till fighting too soon, but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that down the line. How about you?
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it'll be a good test for Till. I think uh, he's got advantages in certain areas there. I'm not going out on a limb too much there, but will be tested by Hermanson with his ground game so yeah not a bad shout from there young Matthew
1: <laughs> not so young unfortunately these days mate I'm nearly <sighs> as old as Branch here, I reckon
0: wow. maybe not that old not that old
1: <laughs> who else do we have on there
0: Big Paul Craig the Bear Jew lovely win here I thought
1: yeah that was quality I loved every second of that yeah, it was totally just controversy I. throughout I, was, I, was like, I love all that Proper I eye cool. pokes eye pokes galore uh, the refs, comically shorter than the pair of them was uh, bringing me some jokes throughout. <laughs> my my dad alluded to it as well. Are you shortening? it? From, from the no nonsense Keith Peterson. Yeah, legend, my favourite referee. Ah, oh, just the name, the nickname. And why is he? Is that his actual nickname, or is John Anick just uh, insist on calling him no nonsense <laughs> Keith An- Peterson?
0: John Anick loves it definitely. I'm not sure why he's any more no nonsense than anyone else, but <laughs> as far as nicknames go, I'm I'm well happy with that one.
1: I'm on board. Yeah, yeah I'm on board. With that. Uh But yeah, what a win! He don't uh, do things by halves, does he? Not at all. He's always in these sorts of fights, isn't he? It, it, ugh, mate, them them knee burns are gonna hurt in the morning. Yeah, and he got knocked down with
0: a knee early on, and he suffered a couple of eye pokes as well. Big one in the third. But uh, brilliant game plan. I love I loved the guard pulling, and it was proper guard pulling. It was working as well. He wasn't sort of just falling to the floor and hoping for the best. He was. It was working, and then sort of in the in the he sort of started to uh, stop the takedowns, the single legs a little bit, but Paul Craig then started to throw hands to set up his takedowns again later on and did really well, I thought. Always impressed with the Bear Jew when he pulls off victories like this and a bit of a legend, isn't he, all round?
1: Yeah, I mean, where did you think the scorecards were going with that? I was, I, was, I had no idea. I was, take away the point that was uh, removed for Kennedy. I, I would never have been able to tell you how that was going to go, though. It was one of those odd ones, wasn't it? Like so he's that. getting out pounded a lot but he was threatening a lot from his back and I don't know it'd been tricky to see which way the uh, judges would have taken that. Where were you scoring it?
0: Well I like the way you went with Kennedy there instead of his last name that, was, that I probably should have taken a leaf out of your book with that.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly I'm not <laughs> even attending that right? no chance.
0: <laughs> but yeah it, it was tough I probably had Craig winning I liked his work probably a little bit of bias in there I, I won't lie but I probably had Craig win in slightly, and then when you look at the point getting taken away, as well, I think t- probably a, t- a two to one sort of round victory for Craig was probably in the offing. But
1: well, I've got the perfect opponent for him.
0: Go on, hit me, brother
1: Paul Craig versus Big Simon Safarov. Oh,
0: Big Simon Safarov! I knew you were going to come out of that one. Yes, get it done. I think get what, that mate. What, what that is, mate.
1: Our favourite fighter, Simon Safarov. <laughs> Simon Safarov, mate. Paul Craig. The bedroom versus Simon.
0: What a I fight. I can see is. the poster now. That is International Fight Week main event, if ever i heard one. <laughs> That'd be a good fight, man. Oh, of course it would, yeah. <laughs> that would actually be a really good fight, yeah.
1: Yeah, man. I, I, like, I like the sound of that. Um, but, yeah, in all seriousness, though, Paul Craig... You can't not like him, can you? Did you see his uh, Rocky impression afterwards as well?
0: Yeah, I thought it was a good one as well. Yeah,
1: he nailed it. Proper nailed Absolutely it, yeah. Absolutely nailed it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to love him, mate. It seems like they can't st- try and stitch him up all the time. Yeah, yeah like, I know. It's like a gatekeeper for the gatekeeper role. So. And he, he keeps uh, swatting them away. What a legend. Definitely,
0: and they're exciting fights as well. If, uh, maybe sometimes people have, they, they have little tricky runs. They have maybe some some tough records. If you're in exciting fights like Paul Craig is, it does himself no harms in terms of his future career as well.
1: No, exactly. It's, it's almost like um, Dan Hardy lost like, four in a row, but because he was in exciting fights and he was good on the mic and things, they kept him about. And that's, Wins and losses don't matter too much as long as you get a win here and there, but you're in exciting fights because it's in the entertainment business at the end of the day, isn't it?
0: Definitely, definitely. Who else we had on here? We had a uh, Sadiq Youssef who won a unanimous unanimous decision over Shameon Morais. Another <laughs> split decision UK favourite there.
1: Shame on Morais for losing that fight. That's what I've got to say.
0: Yeah, agreed. But yeah, uh, decent performance from Youssef. Uh sort of, sort of almost finished it late on. Wobbled in with about a minute to go, but sort of played it safe a little bit. I think he knew he had a decision in the bag, but. Called out Chrome Gracie after this, which I thought was an interesting one, and uh, a fight I'd like to see. Tough one for Gracie, that would be.
1: Yeah, it would. He's too well-rounded, isn't it? You like Sadik Youssef. You've uh, championed him for a while now.
0: Yeah, probably his last three fights. He's definitely got a lot of power. Brilliant striker, good takedown defence, very athletic. I think uh, he's sort of on that Nigerian bandwagon where you see a lot of Nigerian and other African uh, sort of based or bred fighters coming through now. I think he's on a bit of a roll, Youssef. Tricky fight against Seymour Marais. I don't think he did himself any disservice whatsoever. He put in, put in a good performance, but maybe that makes it uh, sort of even more impressive that Youssef had that sort of uh, that mindset, that ability to, to get a good convincing win on the cards against a tough opponent. No,
1: nah, I completely agree. And I like the way you touched on it there, the Nigerian and sorry, African sort of... Uh resurgence almost in the fighters that are having a bit of success now. They listed them out, didn't they? And they're quite big names on there. And
0: yeah, massive really, really names. it
1: would be really to see an event go there, because by all accounts there's a lot of talent there. Definitely. Um, yeah, can so you imagine that? So if get get to his fight that he's got lined up, if he wins his next one, and you've got Usman, and you've got Sadiq Youssef.
0: And yeah, Adesanya.
1: Adesanya, of course. Yeah, you could put a card in Africa here, first ever card. It'd be unbelievable. Oh, that would be um, huge
0: yeah I'd love to see it
1: and yeah I'd, I'd love to see him sort of start breaking into that sort of region and yeah what better time to do it you've got your, your champion you've got all these youngsters coming through and he did look good Sadiq in regards to Crone Gracie I think he'll he'll just shut him down surely
0: I think so yeah <laughs> I think he's probably picked himself a winnable fight there if I'm being honest a winnable fight against a big name
1: well he's played it perfectly he knows he's much better than him all round he's one of the biggest names
0: yeah very smart
1: Crone Gracie can't Backed into a corner a little bit yeah, there, so. A
0: little bit, yeah. yeah. I like
1: his story as well. So he's, he's got a sort of tough upbringing and whatever, and what are we're some like family tragedy as well. So it's uh, good to see him doing well, Sadiq. Hopefully, good things for him in the future. Definitely. Who else was on this card who impressed, Joe? Will well, you tough, what else?
0: Tough night for Ross Pearson, I'm afraid.
1: Yeah, that
0: was tough to watch. It was.
1: Uh, he looked good though, Desmond Green. He's been a bit up and down recently, but I thought he looked unbelievable.
0: He did, yeah, he looked impressive. Ross Pearson, he is no mug. No matter how late on in, in his career, he's a quality fighter. Loads of experience. Yeah,
1: Green looked very good. Yeah, he sort of, he had him against the fence. There's a takedown. And Ross couldn't just couldn't quite get up, could he? And he was just taking his punches and punches and punches and uh, good luckily stoppage. the ref stepped in. Yeah. yeah, good stoppage. He weren't getting out of that position and Green sort of he looks like he's got all the tools, but he's never really sort of put it together. And last night, it really looked like he sort of made uh, a positive stride towards his, like fulfilling his potential. Yeah. He's got that all in wrestling credentials. If he could put together his striking, I think he's going to be a major player, what people thought he was a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, congratulations to him. Unlucky Ross Pearson. Where he goes from here, we don't know, but um, obviously we'll leave that up to him. <laughs> it's not up to yeah, me yeah. And you, it's Not really up
0: to us. So yeah,
1: we're not management. No. Nope. So, um, but, yeah, it was at least Paul Craig got a win. Some British interest got uh, got over the line.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, that, and fortunately, on that tone, a, a bad night for Ray Borg. I didn't see this one. I believe you watched this fight live last night. Ray Borg coming back from all the trauma he's had to endure and a slightly controversial de- decision loss, I hear.
1: Yeah, it was one of those where it was so back and forth. It was just scrambles galore. Um, right. Right. He he was taking uh, Kenny. His name is his back. Um, lots of scrambles, lots of reversals. Absolute bastard to score, if I'm honest.
0: Yeah, they are tough those ones, aren't they? You, you, depends what you like, really.
1: But one of the judges gave it 30 27, I believe, to uh, the okay. other fella. And obviously, it's different when you're watching it as a fan and you're sort of invested a little bit. And
0: yeah, of course.
1: Um, like you say with the Paul Craig thing, you were sort of you thought he would. One on the scorecards but maybe that's because you wanted him to win but <clears throat> thirty twenty seven was not so and the crowd's reaction certainly sort of uh, suggested that as well it was just boos rung around yeah it's a shame yeah. for
0: Ray Borg isn't it it's a, a shame would have, uh, that sort of win bonus as well how the USC pay structure is structured that would have uh, helped him out quite a lot I would have thought so yeah big shame there
1: well not only that he missed weight and he had to give up 20% did he really I didn't see that.
0: Nightmare. Yeah,
1: but yeah, the the other guy does look good. To be fair, he's a two-weight world champion in LFA, apparently. Yeah. So and he looked good, and it was this was at bantamweight as well. So yeah, he did look good. It weren't like a robbery, Joe, but it was. It could have gone either way, to be honest. But um. Okay. But yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm, What else was on there?
0: That's all I've got. We had uh, the Aguilar Barzola fight. That was decent. Nothing too much to make from that.
1: All right, <laughs> fair play. Um, it was British interest last night in the bare knuckle boxing. Yes, obviously, because there was loads of Brits on it. To be fair, because he's in England. Well, but uh, Brad Pickett got the win. Got the job done without a glove laid on him. Nah, that's it. That's what we like to see. Even though, even though there's no gloves anyway, but you know what I mean. True. But, yeah, he got the win. Fair play. He made his return to uh, bare-knuckle boxing in the Indigo last night, and he got the win. So, well done, Big Brad.
0: Yeah, shout-out, Brad Pickett, legend. We love him here at Split Decision UK. So, yeah, good win there. Do you want to throw in our Safarov award now?
1: Right, okay, let's do it. So, Simon Safarov, obviously, he's a huge personality in the MMA world. A legend in the making. Future Hall of Famer. 100% Uh, nailed on. So much so, we want to we give, wanna give a weekly award to those who are sort of trying to reach that level. Yes. Um, whether it be positive, negative, who, who sort of offer some outstanding achievement in any particular area in the MMA world throughout that week. Definitely. Uh, so Joe, I'm going to hand it over to you. Would you like to sort of nominate someone for this award this week?
0: Yes, I think it goes without saying, first of all, that the inaugural winner of the Safarov Award is Big Simon Safarov for his performance a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think his name is Saperberg Safarov so we'll give him the credit for that but we were so impressed by his skullduggery in his fight in London a few weeks ago with his blatant cheating and his just all round uh, entertainment we put, we, we'll we have to give it to him he is of course the inaugural winner for this week I've got a couple of nominations Paul Craig is going to be my, my first nomination I think the guard pulling, old school technique love a bit of that his ability to go through the fight Weather big shots. Took some big shots on the ground there, but then throw up late submissions, late on. It's no fluke. He does this time in, time out. Paul Craig is my first nomination. Second nomination, big Daniel Cormier, DC, for his commentary in the main event. Started with that. This is why we came to Philly, boys. I thought all round his reaction, his commentary to the knockout was classic DC. I love both them picks. Throw your one at me, young sir.
1: Well... I'm agreeing with you, with you on one. Okay. And the other nomination you gave is a reason for that. Go on. Let me explain.
0: Explain. Uh,
1: Daniel Cormier uh, actually said Paul Craig instead of Paul Craig. So for like that it. reason, he is my nomination yeah, for uh, Simon Roth Award of the Week.
0: I like your attention to detail. That's a good one.
1: Well, it's a, a bugbear of every Englishman, I think. It is, yes. Yeah. And it's... it was all over the Craig train there. Uh, <laughs> And DC called him Paul Craig. I think he did anyway. Well, it's not but, Craig, no, is it? I'm not, I'm not, If you huh? just,
0: if you just read it, it's not Craig. So no, I don't
1: know where they're getting it from. <laughs> no, they just made it up. I don't know. Honestly, on, I don't know your, why. I don't one, know how but... to get away with it. If I, I'm so glad I'm not called Craig. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is my nomination. Do you think there's any others who are deserving this week? I like no, those two.
0: I like those two we've got so far, but we've got to pick one
1: out of those. Uh, I think, well, my reasoning is at least Paul Craig's involved if DC wins because of the words Paul Craig. True. And that just tops up his uh, or your reasoning for saying we come to Philly boys and all that. I don't know. How are we going to decide?
0: Well, I think... <laughs> I think you're leaning towards DC. I like the connection there with the big, the Paul Gray connection. So he gets a shout out in there. I think we uh, go with our first winner of the Simon Saffra Award for outstanding achievement. Big DC Daniel Cormier for his all-round commentary. It's a basic one. We all love DC's commentary, but it's our first first shout for the award. Let's get the big ones out of the way. This week's winner is Daniel Cormier.
1: Well done, Sunbeam.
0: Congratulations, DC. We will send your award
1: in the post. <laughs> so it's. Light heavyweight champion, heavyweight champion, Strikeforce heavyweight Grand Prix winner, unbeaten at heavyweight, and now Simon Safaroff.
0: The cherry on the cake, I think is another (laughs)
1: one. What what a career. What What a a career. career. He can retire now. Today, he has just sealed his place in the UFC Hall of Fame. How about that?
0: So congratulations to DC, the first man, the first name in the cabinet. In the cabinet.
1: (laughs) ah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this award like, as we move forward, the different areas of the of the fight game that are going to be covered here in Outstanding Achievement, whether it is blatant cheating, which is uh, why the award was created in the first place, or just general top lad
0: <laughs> Top lad Which is what
1: DC have got it for.
0: Definitely, definitely.
1: Yeah, well done him.
0: Yeah, congratulations. So we'll move on to some fight news now, Matthew. We've got an absolute ton to get through. I'm going to throw some names out. I want you to uh, let me know what you make of those and maybe we do that vice versa as we go
1: through. Okie dokie.
0: All right, Big Francis Garno up against JDS.
1: Yeah, we, we called this one. We wanted this, didn't we? Definitely. It's the only one that makes sense. Um, yeah, winner gets a title shot, if you ask me, if they can sort out what's going on up there. Her bloody anyway, it's all a bit of a mess. Um, but I think it's the perfect matchup. I do feel a bit sorry for JDS. I think he's going to get knocked out here. Uh, do you think?
0: I think I have to agree. Yeah, I think Francis is on a roll now, and I think that power—you see what it did to Kane uh, <laughs> with just the, the lightest of touches. I think, yeah, K okay, I win for a big Francis here.
1: Yeah, because I think JDS isn't going to take him down. I can't see as Francis ever been like rocks. I just don't think he has, has he? No, I don't think he has. Actually, going on uh, Francis just very quickly. You listen to Kamara Usman on Joe Rogan. Yeah. It's, when he said, uh, "Quality episode, by the way, what a nice bloke." Yeah, definitely, definitely. I love every. But anyway, when he said, oh, "Francis has never lifted any weights." I know. So what are you
0: talking about? I know. Yes, yeah, madness.
1: I'm in there struggling with uh, benching some pony weights, and uh, I can't get an ounce of muscle on me. And Francis walking around,
0: don't even lift weights.
1: Size of the geezer.
0: Just eats and breathes, and then
1: that's it. That's all he needs. And it and hits people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that uh, just shocked me. But yeah. Big Francis he makes another step towards a heavyweight belt there. I reckon. Um, talking of that heavyweight mix-up, there was rumblings of Jones versus Stipe earlier this week. Then the day after, they announced Jones and Santos. Yeah. Would you make of that sunbeam? Well, I think the I think
0: the uh, Stipe talk was probably just Stipe trying to keep his name in there, and John Jones just reacting because he's John Jones. But I think this match-up makes sense. Tiago Santos, he's earned his shot. He is next in line to the throne. He's got a good chance. I think he's got a, as good a chance as Anthony Smith had. I think maybe his power is a little bit even more notorious than Smith, so maybe he's got an even better chance. But after the masterclass John Jones put on last time, I think you can... Well, it's John Jones. You can't look past that happening again.
1: No, nah, I think you're right. You can't pick against him, uh, really. No,
0: nah, uh, no. Nah. I,
1: I think Santos's run at light heavyweight has been more impressive than Smith's was. Yeah, I think it
0: probably has, yeah.
1: And I think he comes in with that recklessness, which does make it a bit more of a leveller. Um, Smith come in trying to sort of feel his way in. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think when the levels are that sort of uh, vast, I think you need to sort of just throw down, go all Gaethje on him.
0: Go all Gaethje, full Gaethje with, mode.
1: Full Gaethje mode, which is what Santos does. Anyone has got a big hammer on their chest ain't going in there to tactically beat. You know, so.
0: you know they ain't messing about then.
1: <laughs> and we'll all be supporting him there, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think I'll should be cheering for Santos there, yeah.
1: But your uh, usual reasons with John Jones. Yeah, exactly. But uh, that's why we tune in to see to watch him lose eventually. So the whole Mayweather effect, innit? it? And it's working for him.
0: It is, but, definitely.
1: But, but I think it's all on the same card that JDS France is Jones Santos two three nine in um, July. Yeah. She's also got home and Nunes. I like this one.
0: Yeah, I like this fight as well. Tough challenge for Holly Home. Nunes looked very, very impressive. I don't know if maybe this might be her last fight in the UFC possibly she, that she achieved everything she needed to really she be Cyborg for God's sake but yeah Holly Holm the perennial sort of contender obviously won, won the belt back in the day could have could have held it for a lot longer if sort of the rubber the green had gone her way a little bit but yeah big fan of Holly Holm glad she's got a shot obviously pulled out against one of our favourites Aspen Ladd this, yeah. it would seem this is the reason why but it'll be a good fight probably at the moment picking Nunes to win and continue her run
1: yeah, I think this is literally the only thing left for Nunez, isn't it? Pretty much, beat, I think. Beat Ronda, beat Tate, beat Cyborg, beat, beat Shevchenko. Yeah. It's, it's like, you beat home. She's the the greatest then if she does this. Uh, I think it's a Seems tricky sweet. test. Home, home always brings it, doesn't she? Always
0: shows up, yeah, definitely.
1: I, I would not be surprised if she won, but I think you're right. I think this is Nunez's last fight. What, what on earth else can she do? No, I know, yeah. Just rematches, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just. It's the, it's a great fight, don't get me wrong, but um, I can see her, win, her winning this and walking off into the sunset. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, good fight there. And also, we got Woodley Lawler. This, it's really surprised me when this is announced. I didn't really think it made too much sense, but I like it.
0: Yeah, came out a little bit of left field, but yeah, cracking fight again. Um don't know, I feel a little bit. Not sorry, but it's going to be tough for Lawler. Yeah, yeah. So he's already suffering that knockout defeat and the just been in brutal wars for years now but well he looked good in his last fight until the until the finish so got a chance but it'll be interesting to see how woodley bounces back from him
1: yeah i mean like you say i think you posted it on instagram i can't see it really going too much differently to the first fight yeah. um you got to hand it to woodley to go in, in there again and That's the same, same to all side. yeah I, I i was hoping that pontinibio might get one of these two. um but, yeah, you can't argue with that fight being made. That's a quality fight.
0: So a potential opponent we thought might have fought, uh, well, Robbie Lawler in the rematch, Ben Askren. Possibly, seems like he might be fighting Masvidal. Be a decent fight. I think Leon Edwards might have a few words to say about that, but that could be a good one sort to, to be lined up.
1: Yeah, Edwards been stitched up here, hasn't he? Yeah, a little
0: bit. He got punched in the face and then didn't even get the fight anyway.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's just. Yeah, I, I can't see anything but a Masvidal win here. I don't know what oh, people really? think about that Yeah, I, I don't think Askren is it looked bad that he got so beaten up but I, we didn't see his strike- striking at all did we didn't see any he, striking he, no, did he? Did he, nah. uh, he just got thrown on his head and then punched from yeah. there So <laughs> yeah. we don't really all know what his striking is like um, but Masvidal's ground game that like we saw against Meyer was excellent so I don't know yeah, I think Masvidal's got his number. That sort of fire. I don't
0: know, though. Yeah, fair enough. Difficult one. I think it's also a mystery with Ben Askren. Uh, the hype around him, that mystique he's got. It's always, uh, always tempting if you're looking at making your picks or putting your bets on. But ultimately, we don't know enough. So, it, it, whatever happens, it'll probably be a little bit of um, a, a surprise or just a little bit of, of an eye-opener to, to where he stands, I guess.
1: I think this is this is good for the UFC though. Whoever wins this, is just a completely fresh name for the title. Yeah, now, it is. Yeah, yeah. Never if Aspin wins, Woodley's not in the way for him to fight either Covington or Usman, the winner of that. And again, Masvidal, if he wins, completely fresh name for uh, for title pitchers. and he can fight. Can you imagine uh, Covington versus Masvidal? The build-up to that,
0: yeah, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't
1: it? You know what I mean, so completely contrasting personalities here, both. In, Exciting fighters in their own ways, depending on what style you like. That fight itself, very good. I like it. It's very intriguing. But my early pick would be Masvidal for me. I don't know what you're saying.
0: Yeah, not sure. Not sure. Tough one, I think. Yeah. Very like you said,
1: to... of Asprin, like that's it. That's hard the, to
0: tell. That's the X Factor, definitely. Yeah, but we've also got Henry Sahudo, He's been announced against Marlon Moraes for the, the uh, Bantamweight title. I think Marley Marais very deserving of his shot here. So Hudo maintaining his stay at the bantam weight, uh, or sorry, moving up to bantam weight. But um, I think I'll probably back Marais to win here. I think Henry Suhudo so has looked impressive, but Marais finishes people.
1: Yeah, and this obviously comes off uh, TJ getting vague. well, not getting vacated, vacating the belt because of a big old drugs test. I know. Yeah. So uh, when uh, looking back now with hindsight it seems a bit obvious but at the time I was like what not TJ I thought this I weren't expecting it at all but when you look back at the history of the things and it's it's all
0: there to see isn't it yeah there have been quite a few rumblings for a little while sort of people in in his old camp saying stuff yeah I mean I didn't see it coming I still at the moment I would err on the side of it being like a, a mistake a tainted substance whatever they call it yeah, I think at the moment, benefit of the doubt. That's where I'm probably leaning. But
1: yeah, you got to.
0: Yeah, but either way, it opens up uh, uh, Marais to get this opportunity to fight Henry, uh, Henry Cejudo. What do you make of this one? Good fight, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I think whether it's the right fight to make, who knows? Marais 100% has got to be in there. Sahudo, um, you could argue that he shouldn't be in there. The only thing he had going for him was that he beat TJ. Um, so that would have given him the shot of Bantamweight. I don't mind mind it at all, though. Gives another chance to see a two-weight champion. Does stitch up the flyweights if he does win, um, which goes against what he's been sort of campaigning to f- save the flyweights and all that carry on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but but I'm with it... you. I think Mariah's just, uh, I think he goes through him, if I'm honest. But I love that Bantamweight division at the minute, even though TJ has got... Can you imagine all the matchups there, uh, Mariah's and Munoz? You can rematch um, Aljamain Sterling has improved a lot since then, and you've yeah, got uh, youngsters like Pet- Petter Yan, Nathaniel Wood in Wood, a year's yeah, time. So, definitely, I mate. Mean, it's stats. It's,
0: hotting up, hotting up. Oh, I've, um, got to, I've got to throw one more fight into the fight news. Bit of okay. European and um, British interest. Jimmy Manua against Rakic. Big fans of Rakic here. Look very impressive. Obviously, big fans of Jimmy Manua as well, bit of a legend in the UK game. Good fight this one, will be tough. Rakic on the come-up, Manua slightly on the way down. I think that. don't think that's too unfair to say, but another cracking fight announcement we've had this week. We've had tons.
1: Yeah, they're, they're loving it, aren't they? The old fight announcements. Just spread them out. <laughs> Do you know, know what that? I mean? Just spread them out, not them way. But yeah, Jimmy, that's a tough fight because Rakic is just an animal.
0: Yeah, proper animal, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I saw him say on Instagram the other day that Next year in London might be his last one. So he's obviously got his eye on sort of getting out soon, Jimmy. Yeah. With regards to this, Vitus, you never know with him. He can knock out anyone in the world. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. So I think he will be the underdog in that. Um, we'll be pulling for him. But um, on the other hand, we we have been sort of championing Rackage for a while now. He looks impressive in all his performances so far. So it's an interesting one to look out for. Um, and one of those I don't see going to the judges. So... That's always a good fight. Yep,
0: yeah, good shout there. So we'll have to wrap this up quite soon. I am running late for my Mother's Day dinner at my mother's house, so better get a move on. But quickly, I think we should have a look at 1FC. We had the first big 1FC event last night with the uh, their new fighters that they've acquired, Demetrius Johnson. He thought he got a guillotine victory in round two. Eddie Alvarez, who they paid a lot of money to to bring over there and bring some star power. He unfortunately got would first round, so not a good start for Alvarez there, but a good start for Johnson.
1: Absolutely. So Johnson's in a tournament, isn't he? Yes. So he, he, final last night. Yeah, he, he's the one they sort of want to surround it around because he's out of Johnson, one of yeah. the best of all time. Yeah, yeah. He's mighty mouse. So, but Alvarez, that's a tricky go for him. You can look at it one of two ways. One, it's they bought spent a lot of money to let him sort of uh, what's the word? Sort of cross over to the sort of Western world. But on the other hand, you can say, well, look, one of our guys beat uh, this so-called former UFC champion.
0: Yeah, definitely. Shavs the talent.
1: Yeah, so it depends which way you want to sort of uh, slice it. So I think, yes, it's disappointing for them that one of their big acquisitions has lost. But on the other hand, it just shows you that the competition, there are no mugs over there and they, they have got talent over there. And it's not all about the UFC. So, yeah, it's all in all, good start for them.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like it.
1: I don't know how you watch it. And I only found out it was on until you just told me. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I'll I'll watch it next time. Yeah, it's exciting
0: to see. And, yeah, like you say, it does prove the level over there as well. So, without any further ado, I think we shall wrap this one up, Matthew, if I've got family to see. And it probably would be good of us if we could actually go and do some of that. So, I think we'll uh, wrap this one up. I think shout-out to Justin Gaethje, shout-out to Josh Emmett, Hermanson, uh, yeah, big DC. Paul Craig. DC, DC, the inaugural winner of the Simon Safarov Award. Shout out to him as well. Yeah. Shout out to Brad Pickett. Good uh, win for Brad Pickett last night.
1: Yeah, shout out to all them. Um, yeah, anyone else to shout out? Soko, he's going to run things in a couple of hours.
0: Yeah, big Tottenham against Liverpool match later today after the less than impressive West Ham performance yesterday, which was drab, right waste of a Saturday afternoon. Half 5 kickoff. yeah. So you turn up for that and it's just terrible what kills your day?
1: <laughs> oh, well, on that note, on that bombshell, happy Mother's Day, happy DC Day. Uh, do ya?